At New Home Star, one of our central beliefs is that people are at the core of every business. That is why we take a comprehensive approach to wellness. Our wellness initiative follows a holistic view that respects all areas of employee life. Welcome to the 15 Minutes of Wellness podcast, where we share tips and inspiration for a healthy work-life balance. I'm Elizabeth Blissett. And I am Erin Clark. In this episode, we are meeting with Rachel DiMaggio again. As a reminder, she is one of New Home Star's sales professionals, and we are going to learn about how physical health affects mental health. Rachel enjoys yoga, running, spending time with her two dogs. Rachel, welcome back. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for having me back. I'm excited. So wonderful to have you, Rachel. Thank you. Good to be here. So Rachel, let's start off with the basics. What is physical health? What is mental health? How are they similar? How are they different? Yeah, definitely to break it down, I would say physical health would be pretty much the well-being of your of your whole body. So we'll look at like your physical activity, your diet, nutrition, even your hygiene, and definitely like your sleep for sure. Your mental health would then be more of like your emotional well-being. So that can be how we handle stress, how we relate to others, things along those lines. So they definitely play hand in hand do get in with each other as far as like our overall well-being, kind of about what you guys talk about too, about balance. So it's having that physical and mental health balance to have just an overall healthy mind-body connection. And then they are different too in certain ways of how we take care of those. But a lot of similarities on what we can do to take care of them at the same time too. Yeah. And it sounds like it may be something where they're both similar in that they both require our attention. That's what kind of opened up for me as you were sharing. And that it's an invitation to pay attention to what each of those spaces needs, right? To what each of those areas, like what the physical body needs and what the emotional mental body needs. So really interesting. Yeah, definitely being in tune with yourself too, to know what you need. So I want to dive into that a little bit more. You touched briefly on how that they are linked together, right? That combined, they make up your overall well-being. How would you say that they're linked together, the physical and the mental health? Yeah. So they are linked in a lot of different ways. A couple of ways though, for sure, is if you kind of think maybe how you've had a bad day, or maybe you're feeling like a little depressed or a little stressed certain times of the day, and you grab maybe some not so good for you foods, or you're being like, you know, a little lazy. It's like those go hand in hand. And sometimes eating those bad foods can have effect on your mood and overall well-being and vice versa. Sometimes if we're taking really good care of ourselves and we're getting outside and we're getting the sunshine, that can change our physical and also our mood too and our mental well-being. So they definitely go hand in hand. There's been actually a lot of studies that have shown the connection between mind-body or even like the brain-gut kind of connection. So how what we can eat and also what we do can affect both. That is really interesting. That might be a conversation for another episode. (laughs) I I read an article that says you are what you eat, and it was really fascinating how what you eat affects just overall how you're doing mentally and physically. Yeah. They call the stomach the second brain, which is I find fascinating when you really dive into it, how much that can affect your mental ability each day. Yeah, absolutely. Just on a very simple, basic level, I think of myself and like on days where I may be 
you know, stretching myself a little thin and just grab and go and make those choices where the food may be less nutrient dense. And then I end up with a bellyache. And so it may get me, you know, the 5, 10, 15, 20, maybe 30 minutes, but then I'm definitely paying for it. So does that even make sense? You know, like it's interesting, but yeah, no, I love what you ladies are saying. And I, I agree with having an episode on that would be fantastic. I would love to dive in a little deeper on that. Yeah, that would be awesome. Rachel, what are some recommendations for keeping physically healthy? So my recommendations for keeping physically healthy would be really to try to get regular daily activity. So I exercise, yeah, if you could do something, you know, that gets your heart rate up, but even going for a walk, getting outside, just anything like that to kind of move your body. A lot of us these days are sitting at desks too all day and on Zooms and, you know, so just getting out and moving. And studies have shown that that actually improves your mood too. But then also like eating a balanced diet, hydrate. None of us drink, I'm guilty of this, none of us drink enough water each day. And then, you know, trying to avoid too much alcohol and getting lots of sleep. So all of those, you know, really help your physical well-being. That's fantastic. For sure. We've done a couple of episodes, haven't we, Erin, on sleep and we've learned and it's been supported in so many different studies that the level of recovery that happens during our sleep is so important for what we're able and the strength that we're able, energy that we're able to bring into our days, right? And so I think what you're saying about sleep, hydration, gentle movement, it doesn't need to be super strenuous exercise or, you know, three hours, two hours, one hour. I mean, even if you just have a little walk or a little stretch in the mornings, I know we've started to incorporate in our weekly meetings, just like on Monday mornings, a little morning stretch, like a couple minutes or a little dance party just to get the blood flowing, get the energy up. It's the beginning of the week. Let's feel good about being here and and let's go, right? So yeah. Thank you, Rachel. That was great. I love that idea of a little like morning group stretch or dance party. (laughs) Fortunately, we have someone on the team that is a yoga instructor. And so one week she took us through a shoulders, necks and shoulder stretching. And again, it's just like a two minute little segment of our weekly meeting. And then the next week she took us through some hip openers and you know, could be seated and, you know, everybody's welcome to leave the camera on or take it off. And so it was a really neat, it's just been really neat. And like you said, just a minute or two, like even throughout the day, if we can remember, like set a timer every couple hours and just get up, move around, stretch. It does yes. definitely improve yes. your, Such a big your mental well-being and physical. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. So now, of course, we're going to ask about mental health and what would you recommend in your role? Because you're a wellness coach, right? So this is stuff that you do regularly. So what would you recommend in terms of staying mentally healthy so that we can just be at our peak performance as much as possible? Yeah, I think most importantly to focus on our mental health is to learn to kind of be in tune with ourselves too. So if that means kind of doing like little daily check-ins, you know, what's my mood today? And then again, like I said, even getting outside can improve your mood. Talking to someone, you know, if you're feeling like a little down or stressed, you know, having a conversation with someone that you trust can definitely kind of improve your mood and has been shown to help with like mental health and everything like that. I love gratitude journals. So 
I keep a little journal. I do every morning and night, write three things that I'm grateful for. It always kind of helps keep you in that positive mind frame. And then like relaxation techniques too. So you mentioned doing yoga. That's something I really love to do. Breathing exercises, really anything to kind of connect that physical and mental connection within our bodies. That's fantastic. I know there's so much wonderful research on the importance of gratitude and how that affects physical and mental well-being. And what I'm hearing as you're going through, especially mental health in particular, is that there's a lot that we can actually control about our mental health. And I was just listening to a webinar where we were talking about this and how a lot of times we look external. Like, you know, I'm having a bad day because I got a flat tire or because it's raining or my dog's sick, you know, whatever the case might be. When in reality, a lot of that can be traced back to, well, how are we reacting, right? What can we do? What's within our control? And it actually turns out there's quite a bit that we can do. So- I really you know like what's that. funny about that, Erin, is I actually woke up this morning. It's raining here, and I woke up to a flat tire. <laughs> <laughs> You're speaking to me right now. I know. <laughs> and that was not planned for Erin to say. But, right, it's like going through that. And you're like, okay, but you know what? Like, I've, I'm up. I got to meet with my team today. I have a car to get a flat tire with. So it's kind of changing that mindset. Like, it's not that bad. <laughs> Absolutely. Our position in... The whole dynamic of it is really what's up for investigation, right? Are we the receiving of or are we standing in a posture of like outward giving, right? Is what I would say. Kind of it's like like victim victor kind of positioning, right? And so is it happening to me or is it happening for me? Because we don't know how it's connected to a series of other things that may be going on. And so just I love what you said, Rachel, about being thankful. Hey, I have a car that takes me from A to B reliably in most situations, and that's awesome. And there's a lot of folks that that may not be in that same position. And thank you, little car, for right, <laughs> getting right. a flat. <laughs> and it's exactly what you said. I love what you just said because it's so true. And if like people can take that one thing, I think it's what you just said. It's is it happening to me or for me? And I think if you can change your mind and say this is for me, like what can I look and gain out of this? really can put you in like that good mental space. Well, that's wonderful. Rachel, thank you so much for this conversation. This was delightful. Yes, yes. Thank yes, you guys. Thank I always you. love coming on here with you. We always love seeing you and having you with us. Thank you. Elizabeth, what was your takeaway today? Erin, I would say the thing that stands out to me the most is when Rachel mentioned the importance of finding something that allows each of us to connect our mental space with our physical space, so mind and body. And she gave a couple of examples of like gentle movement or going for a walk or breathing exercises. And I think that in my case specifically, it has helped tremendously to create that space where I'm like, okay, I'm here, I'm present, you know, and I'm going to now be engaged in the activity that I'm doing. So I thought that that was, that was a really neat suggestion, really neat reminder. And that's something that I'm going to be processing as I go throughout my weeks. What about you? What was your takeaway? I really liked when Rachel talked about the stomach being the second brain. And as she said that, Mm, I know I've heard it before, but I've forgotten Mm -hmm. it. And how important 
I mean, physical health in general, but specifically what you eat, how that affects your mental health, your mental well-being, and even being strategic about what you're eating. I don't think we dived into this really in this particular episode, but I know that I've seen research on how what you eat, like whether it has a lot of protein, carbs, et cetera, like whatever's in it, how those can be best in certain situations. Like if you're preparing for a meeting, maybe you eat this over that. If you're going into a negotiation situation, eat something spicy because, you know, like all these different things. And it just reminded me of of that. And so I think I'm going to remember that next time I find myself reaching for, like you said, that grab and go food that's like, I only have five minutes. This is quick, but Remember, stomach is your second brain. Is this yeah. going to help <laughs> either brain or be helpful? Sure. Yeah, no, for sure. And I hear another episode. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> for sure. I think the timing and the influence of that on, right? Because then we allow our bodies to digest it and how that energy gets released and delivered to the different parts that need to be engaged for that meeting, for that activity, for what have you. So yeah, that's fascinating. I love it. So friends, for this week or for the next couple of weeks for homework, we are going to invite you to actively look for moments that you can be grateful for. So in all things, just looking for how is this happening for me, not to me, and just let us know. We'd love to hear about them and what's what's opening up for you. Thank you all for listening to our 15 minutes of wellness. We are so glad you were able to be here today and we look forward to having you join us next time. If you have any questions about anything that we discussed during this episode, or if you have a topic that you would like for us to explore, please email us at wellness at newhomestar.com and let us know. Until next time, live well, New Homestar. 15 minutes of wellness is... Aaron Clark, Elizabeth Lissett, Allison Letterman, and Angelina Garola. Our theme music is Lo-Fi and Memories by Naughty Von Dutch.